welcome back to Bags, the podcast for Below Average Golfers by one Below Average Golfer. My name is Owen Smith, and I uh, am. it's a different episode today because I actually should say there's two Below Average Golfers, but it's not the typical uh, Caleb or Teed or uh, anybody like that. Uh, we have actually somebody that you're familiar with their work, but you actually have not heard from them yet, and that is my brother, our producer here at Bags, Luke Smith. Luke, how are you doing tonight? I am doing great, man. Doing great. I am Good. glad to be on the podcast. Yes, you've been, like I said, in the background, uh, doing a lot of the producing, listening to the podcast, giving us feedback. Um, you've done a lot, great, a lot of great things for Bags, but um, you know, due to it's a busy time right now, holiday season has people's schedules all out of whack. Um, so, you know, we're trying to, trying to continue to bring you this podcast and, and make whatever, uh, happen that can happen, uh, make it, make it work. And, uh, so we decided that we're going to take a little different angle on this podcast because Luke's the true definition of a below average golfer. Um, and, and I mean that all, all in love because it's not just me dogging on his, uh, on his golf game. It's more of, he, he truly hasn't played a ton of golf in his life. And I more want to like pick his brain a little bit of what, what's your view of the golf world? What, how, how do you view golf? And, and as somebody, I think that, you know, isn't as tied into the game as, as we are here on, on the bags podcast, where golf is a lot of our year. It's what we look forward to throughout the week. It's what we're always looking to improve. We, we even, you know, seek out professional help for, for our game. Like there's all kinds of stuff that, you know, we focus on, uh, with, uh, with golf, but it's easy to get caught up in that and realize there's a whole world out there that does not care or isn't like as in tune with golf, both recreationally and professionally. So I wanted to, you know, talk to somebody that is familiar with golf has played some golf, but hasn't been bit by the bug necessarily um, that we we've seen a lot over the past, you know, few years. So how many, how many times have you played golf in your life? I mean, it, it has to be pretty few, right? Yeah, I was, yeah, I was thinking today about it and I don't think it's been, it's not been more than 10 times. And within those 10 times, I don't think they're even 18 whole golf sometimes oh, really? you know yeah sometimes it's just nine so yeah i very little so we're talking to someone that uh there's a good chance they've played less golf than a professional tournament because professional tournaments are 72 holes for a weekend between thursday and and sunday and there's a slight chance i think i recall an 18 hole round a couple of days before my wedding uh that we played together but outside of that i i don't I I feel like there's a chance that you haven't played the full full 72 in your life, but I mean, what's your? Are, do you just not like golf, or what? What's your view of the the golf world? Why Why do you feel like you've played so little? No, it's it's nothing against the sport itself. I think it mainly lies on the fact that um, you know I'm a naturally athletic person, and that's kind of like it's easy for me to pick things up on the first couple tries of a sport, you know? So something with golf where it's like very technical and skillful sport, you can't just pick it up. And I think that's kind of like 
what's kept me from, like you said, you know, getting bit by the bug kind of thing. You yeah. know, I have it. I, I don't really have that itch for it because I'm like, I don't feel good at it naturally. So I'm like, uh, you know. So it's you, you, it's because you haven't walked in and just been one of the best one of the best players out there, uh, or you know, or better than. I mean, I'm not afraid to admit you are way more athletic than I will ever be. Um, but when it comes to the golf course, I even though I'm uh, uh, not the greatest golfer, I, I definitely am the the better golfer out of us two, uh, without a doubt. And uh, that bothers you a little bit, doesn't it? Oh, you don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> it's no, it's something. It's de- that. I mean, going out there, right? Like the, the few times in the few times I played, a lot of them have been with you, you know. Mm-hmm. And it's something that I'm like, you know, being that like growing up, being the naturally athletic kid who could just be decent at at any sport, you know. I I go out there and I'm like, why can't I just hit a ball straight? Like, yeah. <laughs> what is what is the struggle here? I feel like I should just be able to do this, and it, it is a little yeah. infuriating. Yeah. Well, I will. Spoiler alert! I think that's how almost anybody feels with the game of golf. That's what makes it so so unique. Is that it doesn't matter if you're the the greatest uh, golfer of all time. You are uh, still there. There's still the potential that uh you're gonna have those bad shots and and things that don't don't necessarily go your way Mm -hmm. so uh welcome welcome to the to the game of golf it's uh it's a wonderful (laughs) it's a wonderful thing uh but but yeah so okay well like is there are there certain things like other than not being athletic or being or no sorry other than athletic not being a huge portion of of the game because i think athleticism is good and i think that differentiates a lot of people i think that if you're athletic and you are in love with golf you're gonna be i think naturally you'll you'll figure some things out but it is not the end all be all i know a lot of very unathletic people on on a basketball court or uh, different sports that are um, really, really good golfers, yeah. um, or at least you know better than than most. And uh, I guess other than that, though, other than the fact that you can't just walk walk up to uh, the first tee and and be better than than most people just due to your athleticism, are there certain other things that that keep you away from the game of golf? Yeah, I mean, there's definitely there's the uh, it's it's time consumption, you know, there's a lot of that in it. There's, um, the paywall behind it kind of, you know, you can't just go play. You have to go to a a course, you know, that's, and I I understand why you have to pay, but it's, you know, it's, it's definitely something that has an effect on me not getting into it completely. Yeah. But, other than, I mean, other than that, I think it's a cool sport. I really like it. I just haven't really just dove into it entirely, you know? Yeah, I think it's hard. The The, the paywall is, is certainly something I think that even us, uh, I guess, above average golfers, I don't know what you want to what you want to call us, but um, I, I guess just average golfers, people that love the game of golf, 
it's something that we we struggle with as well. Yeah. Um, sometimes where it's like, okay, come on. Like the, we were talking about it recently on, on an episode where it's like a simulator or an hour at, at Top Golf uh, is, uh, I mean, it's, it's, uh, it's expensive. It's not cheap. Um, yeah. but, but yeah, it's, it's just the, I think that that's one of the thing. that's one of the things and we're just trying to make it more, more open to the world uh, a little bit of just trying to grow the game the right way. And I mm-hmm. think that that starts with, um, being a little more open and, and laughing at your, your bad moments, having those below average golf moments. But what, how do you like, you view the world of golf a lot different than someone like myself. Like, how do you, when you think of golf, is it something that there's like a desire somewhere deep down to go figure it out? Or I don't know. Have have you just given up hope? Like where, where do you feel about it? Do you think it's something that you can still get into or still want to get into? Or like, what, what are your feelings towards the game? My my honest thoughts, and I've thought about this, and I've I've sat down and actually thought about this. It was like, at some point in my life, I'm gonna go out there, and I'm gonna get good at golf. Like I don't know yeah. when that's gonna be, but I'm like I, because it, it does it. Like I said, it does drive me a little crazy. It's like it's one of the few things, as far as like sports goes, that I'm like, I just can't get it. I just can't. Yeah. Just pick it up and do it, and it's like. So like I I have definitely thought about that and I'm like no I will one day get myself out there and do it. So you're trying to defeat the or defeat the beast a little bit, challenge yourself and like figure figure something out from from square one and get get yourself to a a, a decent spot yeah. to where you're maybe able to to beat me or uh, be be in the you know. Me- I think that it's, I think that us below average golfers live in a really good spot because there's always room to improve and we want to improve. That's why we, uh, you know, reach out to people like Scott and do, do an off season program with them. Uh, but at the same time, like we're not in competition at the, at the highest level or anywhere, you know, even at the amateur level. So it's, it is recreational and it is just something that we do and can take our mind off of things. But um, that's kind of, it's more of the challenge for you that you want to challenge yourself and get to this point then, or are there certain, like when you look at golf, are there certain things you're like, oh, I really wish I could do that. Or is it more of just like, I just want to kind of figure out how to hit the ball straight. I, I think it's probably both. I think it's probably a bit of both. There's that, that part of me that's like, I mean, everybody obviously is like, man, I want to hit a hole in one. And I know you have, but yeah, you know, it's like, it's something where it's like, I want to like have that achievement, you know? And so there's, there's that part of it where I want to like dive into it for. And then there's the other, or like, yeah, I do just want to be able to like go out there and play a decent game, you know, know what I'm doing, know what club to pull out, you know, like I want to be able to do that and understand it like that. Yeah. I think that's, that's the hole in one thing is unique. Because you could be, you know, I'm, I'm the worst golfer on below average golfers, uh, you know, out of us three, uh, minus, minus producer, producer Luke, you're, uh, you're the worst golfer out of all of us. No offense, but like, I'm the worst of the, the three hosts. And, uh, 
I mean, I still like was able to achieve that. And I think there's a ton of luck. I mean, of course you have to know what club and know your distances and, Mm -hmm. you know, hit a decent shot. Like it doesn't just magically happen, but there is so much luck involved that people like Caleb and Teed have gotten close, but haven't gotten it or, um, you know, there, there's just different guests that we've had on the podcast that they're really, really good at golf and they still haven't gotten one. Like yeah. there's a lot that goes into that, but yeah. you're the, the thing that intrigued me was you just want to know the basics of the game. It sounds like like hole in ones like that. I think everybody wants a hole in one, whether mm-hmm. they've played golf once or played it a million times. Like that's kind of everybody's uh, dream there, but um, you're more of like I just want to kind of figure out what what my distances are, what club to use, yeah. like things like that. No, it's yeah, that is definitely what it is. It's like yeah, I do want to just like I want to understand how to like like say for instance, I'm like out on a business trip for a golf thing. Like I would go out there and basically sort of make a fool of myself, kind of you yeah, know, because it's, you know. So it's like it's definitely something where I'm like I want to, I want to understand it, be able to know the game, you know. Yeah. And it's, if it's on TV, I can understand what's happening, you know. It's For not sure. just it's not just like well they're hitting a ball, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's again us us golfers, regular golfers, forget that there's there's so much of it seems like such a habit such a routine muscle memory thing to be like okay i'm 150 yards out this is my mm-hmm. club okay i'm 145 it's not necessarily my 135 yard club but it's not my 150 yard club i need to do this this and this to you know even a 20 hand handicapper i'll call myself like even i know those basic things but you're like no i just want to get out there and figure that part out yeah. like, i kind of i kind of forget about those those little yep. things but yeah that reminds me of and we're we're trying to get him back on the on the podcast but jeff from from top golf who you know leads their marketing there i mean mm-hmm. that was one of his things like you said on the the business trip side he had the opportunity to play with jordan spieth you know professional golfer and yeah. didn't and that's what like eventually led him to top golf was because he was like i don't want to make a fool of myself and right. then, you know, he goes, well, I want, I want this opportunity to play with somebody like that. So he goes and picks up lessons at Topgolf. So um, I guess while we're on the topic of Topgolf, like, do you, when you go to Topgolf, do you see it more as like, oh, I want to do good at Topgolf or more as kind of just a social event? Uh, it's for me, it's definitely more on the social event side. But it's also something where, like, I guess in similarity of, like, uh, go-karting. Where it's kind of, yeah. it's, it's just, like, it's kind of like a game. It's not very serious. It's just, like, I'm just kind of messing around, you know? Yeah. And I'm sure there's people that go there that do take it serious. Because I know there is, like, scores kept and stuff, you know? Yeah. But. There's there's entire leagues. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure there is. I'm, yeah. Yeah. But do you, when you go there, do does it make you want to play? Like go and be like, oh, you know what? I really wish I could go play a real round. Or is it? Do you separate the two? No, I it it, it that gives me like that. I want to go out and actually play. Like I want to, yeah, because it's like 
I'm there. I'm getting to use the clubs and, and hit. But I'm like, again, it's it's like go-karting. I don't take it very, like, it's not the same. Yeah. But it, but it makes me want to go play, you know, an actual game of golf. Do you, when you're, um, when you're doing that, like, and when you're at Top Golf, do you, let's say in a world where a round of golf uh, and that, you, you know, 18 holes usually takes three and a half, four hours. Um, let's say the price of that is equivalent to to Top Golf for three and a half hours. Mm-hmm. Would you, which one would you take out of the two? As somebody that is still trying to figure out the game, like as you are today, before lessons, before learning the game, what, which opportunity would you take? I think, I think the course, I, I don't, I, really? I don't know. Maybe, maybe it's a, more of a personal thing. Cause I'm not a huge fan of top golf. I, it's not that Ooh. I, oh, I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, good. it's not that it's not that I'm like, I have anything against it. It's just to me, I, I would, like I said, I would much rather go play on a court. Like if wow. I'm going to go do the, the activity of golf. I want to do the real thing. Interesting. Interesting. I haven't, I, I guess I'm, I'm not entirely surprised by that, but I'm also like, I think that a lot of people in your position would take the other option and would do top golf because they don't have everything figured out. It sounds like, I mean, you're just maybe wired different than those people, but I think that's what top golf's good for, right? Where it's like, you don't have to know the game of golf. It makes you want to learn more, but there's not the pressure of being on a golf course. There's not the um, ha- ha- need to know the rule. Like the rules are very basic with mm-hmm. top golf, right? Don't don't Happy Gilmore swing. <laughs> don't <laughs> don't uh, you know? You only hit twenty balls for a game. Like there's there's a lot of basic stuff. There's not the the golf etiquette that you need to know necessarily other than don't stand in someone's backswing. Like those are very basic human things. I feel like right. or I, I would hope so, but I, I feel like a lot of people would take the the other option. So I'm surprised to hear that, but also not surprised being your brother, but I wonder if we did a survey of people in your situation played golf less than 10 times in their life. I feel like the majority, I feel like would take the top golf offer, but interesting. Yeah. interesting. Yeah, I, I think it, I think it comes from just, like I had mentioned earlier, is that I do want to figure it out at some point, you know? Uh-huh. So I think that's why if I'm like, well, if I had to choose of these opportunities, like I want to go do the thing that I'm, that's going to actually make me better at what I want, you know? Yeah. Not that you can't get better at golf from Top Golf, but I don't know. Like you, you, you can't say, like you can't play Top Golf, like go to Top Golf and, like be really good at it and say you're like a great golfer if you've never gone out of the course. <laughs> Very true. So Very true. That's I think that's probably where it comes from of why I would choose that opportunity. I'd love to meet the guy that tells everybody he's a good golfer strictly based on his top golf scores. <laughs> I'm sure it has there's a hundred percent somebody out there that does. Oh yeah, that. most definitely. Yeah. But um I actually have somebody in mind, but I'll, I'll keep that <laughs> off. We, it's somebody we know that no one else would know. <laughs> probably would flaunt their top golf scores, but I digress. Um, 
<laughs> um, yeah. So, okay. Let, let's get to the bottom of this. I feel like I need to put my investigative reporter uh, hat on a little bit and, and get to the bottom of this. Cause you're saying a lot of things that I would say a lot of people in your position wouldn't say, uh-huh. or maybe they would, but they wouldn't be like as open about it. There's, there's a reason why you're not going out to the golf course and I'm trying to get to the bottom of it because you, you do have the raw athletic ability. There's, there is the component of, yes, you can't just walk out. You can't just walk out the first time and and shoot a decent score. Like it's going to be a work in progress, but there's something else to that. Like, is there something about golf that does turn you off a little bit? throughout a round throughout or, or the technique, like what, what is it that bother is, are there things that bother you about golf? Well, I mean, there's, there is some things that bother me, but I don't know how much they go into keeping me from going out there. I don't well, know if they have a huge play in that. What are the things that bother you? We'll just start there. Okay. So, I mean, I don't know if I mentioned it earlier, but the, the, uh, like you would say the etiquette of it is very like you you can't just go out there and just mess around you know and i right. did learn that in one of the on one of the times i've played golf you know i was messing around on the golf cart and i you know i'd gotten in trouble for that so it's something it's yeah. like it's something that definitely like and it this is gonna sound dumb but you know i i <laughs> I'm not a huge fan of rules in that sense, you know, of people yeah. like, I can't just go out there and have fun, like kind of thing, you know, and I get like being respectful, but I think that definitely has an effect on me because I'm like, well, why can't I, do, why, why does it have to be so serious? Why can't I just go mess around and happy Gilmore swing yeah. every single time, you know, like it's, it's not that I want to do that every time. It's that, but it's like, it's that it's almost like the option isn't allowed, you know? Yeah, I think there's two sides of that where I think that there's a lot from the etiquette and stuff that's like it's taken too seriously. There's a lot of people that don't like music on the course. There's a Mm -hmm. lot of people that you have to wear, you know, the nicest clothes possible and your you know shirt has to be tucked in. You have to have a belt and you have to be 30 minutes early. And like there's there's components of that that I understand, especially at like super nice courses. But there's also like some courses that take themselves a little too seriously with the golf etiquette. It's like, buddy, you can't even, (laughs) you can't even get the fairways different from the rough. Like I shouldn't have to worry about, uh, I shouldn't have to worry about my (laughs) shirt being tucked in, like need to loosen up a little bit, but, but yeah, I, I, I think that, but at the same time, like if it's, I think it would turn away a lot of people such as myself if it's just free range, go happy Gilmore swing on the first tee. Like, I think it's, I think it's something to do on the range maybe, but like, there's a lot of risk with, there's a reason why top golf and places like that don't encourage that (laughs) because there's a lot of risk and a a lot of things out of control. Although there's a lot of things out of control with golf to begin with. But, um, (laughs) I think there's a, there's a, there's like I said, two sides of that where there's, there's a happy medium. I think like, what are the, what are the golf etiquette things to you that you just hate? Um, well, I definitely, I definitely don't mind the, the dressing up of it. I, 
to me, I'm like, eh, it's whatever, you know. I and maybe that's the Catholic school in me, but <laughs> you know, it's like I don't mind getting in uniform, so to speak. Right. Um. But I think that the etiquette, like the, I don't know, like if somebody's taking a while that's in front of you, like, I guess this is more of a question. Mm -hmm. Am I, is it rude of me to like, be like, I'm just going to pass this person. Um, that's, it's a gray area because I think a lot of people, um, it depends on the time of day, right? Like there's, there's a lot of factors that go into it, but let's just, this, let's just say the scenario is it's open in front of them. And they're keeping you from being, you know, keeping pace of play or just, just being in front of them. Let's say you're by yourself or it's just me and you and it's group of four. Mm -hmm. Like, I think that it's rude to, I think that it's rude to just zip in front of them. But I also think that it is more rude to not allow a group go through. Yeah. So like the, 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 the proper thing to do in that situation is that, you know, you, first off, you keep your cool, right? Like you, you be nice, but you essentially at some point are caught up together on a tee box. That's, that's when it usually happens, right? Mm -hmm. You catch up at, at the next tee box. And the proper thing is to give them the opportunity to say, Hey guys, go through or Hey buddy, go through. Like if it's just you. If that basically you let that, if they don't give you that opportunity, this is, this is my view of it. People may disagree. Um, if they don't, if they don't allow you to, then you, you play that next hole. And then when you catch up to them again at the tee box, you ask to go through. I yeah. think that now if they're going to be, uh, if they're going to be rude about it and not let you go at that time, then I have no problem with you skipping ahead. The thing that you risk is the thing that you risk is missing out on the golf that you paid for. Like if you have to skip a hole, which I've done, I'm not going to lie in my day, there's been times where I've just skipped a hole, but as long as it's not messing up the entire, because you can skip holes and mess up the entire golf course and just by one, you know, one little thing. Yeah. But yeah, it is rude to do that. I think first, I, I think that once it reaches a certain point, then it's a, a, a little bit, uh, um, okay, maybe it's necessary, but right. that is a, that's one of the unspoken things, right? Where it's like, and maybe people disagree. I would love to hear other people's thoughts on that. I think that you give them the opportunity and then you ask and then you go rather than just going first mm -hmm. or just going if they don't ask, like, I would say give them two opportunities basically to allow you to go through. So that that's one way, but so that's, that's, that's a thing is somebody uh, holding you up. Uh, I think that's a big thing for everybody though. Back to the, back to the etiquette stuff. Yeah. That, no, that's a, uh, but go ahead. Yeah. There is, I was like that, that is one thing, but I think deeper into that, is the it's it's like playing like basketball and like mm -hmm. someone is also playing on the same court as you that's not playing with you yeah but they're on the same court and you're kind of like it 
it obviously in basketball it's different. It doesn't make sense because the court's small and everything, you know. And I get there is space, but there. I think what bothers me at times is that I can't just go out there at my own pace and, you know, do do things exactly how I feel like doing it because it is more of a public event, you know. Yeah, it's public, but it's also like. There's private courses, right? But when when I say this, I'm not I'm not speaking of private courses. It's public, but it's private in the way that people are paying money to go out, right? So yeah. like everybody, if I if I go in and I pay my dues and I you know do everything, like I think there's the etiquette part of keeping pace of play, but also there's a part of the course can tell me what I'm doing wrong. You can't tell me what I'm doing. wrong, mm-hmm. Right. Like there's, and that's where you have to like, just be self-aware as a, as a slow group, whether you're um, somebody that's, that's older or somebody that's learning the game. Like, you know, when I've taken out Brittany to, to go play, like I'm always letting people through. Cause it's like, she's learning. She's going to take longer. If me and you went and played, like there's going to be certain groups. I probably just like let through because you're learning. Like that's yeah. just part of the game. But, um, yeah, at the end of the day, like we all paid the same money. Like you're not going to necessarily tell me what to do. You know, Mm -hmm. there's kind of that part to it, which I hate, but I think that's how some people's mindset is. So it's a, it's a little difficult. That's why the, the basketball court comparison is fair, but it's also kind of tough because most time in that scenario, you're playing at a local park and it's everybody's court, you know, it's not. Yeah. Yeah. So it's kind of tough, but. Um, I, I think that's a lot. I mean, that's my gripe with golf. That's why I avoid certain courses is because, mm-hmm. or, or certain times or certain, like I, I would much rather play a weekday. I, I know the times that I can go play at my pace, you know, like I, I, I heavily avoid unless it is an event or like a really nice course that I'm looking forward to. I think a lot of people share that same sentiment as you do, where it's like, I want to play at my pace and my pace is fast and you're probably in the same boat. Yeah. I I don't want to be out here for, for five hours. Right. Yeah. But what other, what other etiquette things do you have gripes about? Uh, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I'm not, I don't really have anything off the top of my head that really like, just like bothers me and keeps me from going out there. I think it's more, just the overall look on it of where it's just it is kind of hard for somebody who doesn't know those unspoken rules and yeah. doesn't and is learning and is, you know may take longer than you do where it's just kind of like it's kind of hard to just dive into it because it's almost like a kind of intimidating to like see mm-hmm. like you're like well I don't want to go out there and be a bother. I don't want to go out there and yeah. make a mistake then like ruin someone's day, you know? Yeah. So I think that's yeah. more where it is. It's, I don't know specifics, but yeah. No, that's fair. I think again, that's, that's something that we share um, where it's like, and I think a lot of people do um, is it's, <laughs> you, you don't want to make other people mad or you don't want to ruin other people's experience with how you're doing. And Mm -hmm. I think, again, that's why I, I avoid certain 
certain times or like I can keep my pace of play and be okay. But I have my preferred times where I feel a lot more loose and ready to play the game. Um, and yeah, I think, I think the problem and I, and I made this point in the, the lost episode because uh, for, for those listening, we were 20 minutes into a whole uh, podcast and then internet connections just got squashed. So, Um, but one of the points I made was, you know, you golf is unique because everybody plays the same. Like it doesn't matter if you are the worst golfer in the world or you're tiger woods, you can play the same courses. Now there's again, the private courses and the more expensive courses. Like there's some, um, (laughs) and Luke's cat just got in the way of the pod, but that's okay. Um, <laughs> but there's, you know, there's some, some barriers of entry on, on certain courses or, or certain things, but at the end of the day, you can play the same exact course as somebody else. And the point I'll make on this one is, well, there's not an opportunity for, if I want to go play, you know, with us below, with the below average golf team, we're playing at the same time as you trying to figure out the game. And I don't know that. You know what I mean? Like it's yeah. not, it's not mentioned to me that hey, by the way, you have somebody in front of you that's only played, or somebody behind you that's only played five rounds of golf in mm-hmm. their life. Like you don't know that. You never know if you're, if you're playing, uh, yeah, with a scratch golfer behind you or, the, the, again, the worst golfer in the world. Like there's, that's just what golf is, and um, it it's tough because I think that's something that it's hard to manage that I think as a golf course, because you want to be as open as possible, but you also want to get people through on pace, but you also want to be, again, you want to be open and you want to give everybody the opportunity to, but I don't know. I feel like there's some courses that try hard on certain areas and that forces golfers like you or even I sometimes away because it's like, I don't want to mess up. I don't want to, I don't want to be in this environment if I mess up and it ruins my Saturday. Like, I don't Mm -hmm. know. I don't know. So, um, what is, has your, I think a lot of people got into golf, um, in, in 2020 because of COVID and that was like one of the only things that you could do, but what would you contribute like your most, like your interest in golf too? Cause I think there's a lot of, a lot of different avenues that, people can get interested in golf from what, what would you think that you're what draws you to the sport? Uh, I mean, it's, you know, we had the PGA game on PlayStation two, you know, it's always, it's always been something that I've known, you know, our dad likes golf. He's not crazy about it, but you know, he likes it enough to where we know it because of him. Right. You know, um, so I think it's really just like, just the, uh, like growing up with it and having that, like, it always kind of around me where I'm like, I, I want to be good at that. I want to be, I want to eventually like do that as like a hobby of mine. Yeah. Cause it's something I've always known. Right. Right. Yeah. No, I think. The video game point is a big one for a lot of people. It was a big thing for me. Like me, you and I have the same initial reasons for golf. It's just that it bit me because I had friends get into it 
And then I really liked it because it was the first sport where I was like, oh, you don't have to be super athletic and I'm not super athletic. <laughs> yeah. Um, even though I'll say this was interesting because uh, we're doing the off season uh, program with Scott and uh-huh. he on his video, he said something about me being athletic and I was like, interesting is this <laughs> on a scale of golfers or is he just saying this to be nice or do i know is, does he know something about me that i don't know like i right. always considered myself although like i'm very intrigued by the sports world and i played sports and i work out and you know do all these things i've never considered myself athletic so maybe he I knows something know. I, that I don't i think i think you're talking down on yourself a little bit with that i think you're more athletic maybe. than you think you are yeah, I'm not completely. I'm not. Uh, there's. I think non-athletic can be uh, <laughs> can be viewed or, or heard in, in a lot of different ways. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like the the scale of unathletic. I would say if I'm athletic, I'm towards the bottom of the scale. But maybe I'm athletic. But um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I guess I am talking down on myself a little bit. But yeah. Um, but no, I I think that you know we we had a lot of the same basis of, of you know viewing golf growing up but yeah again I I got bit by the bug a little bit and then wanted to get better but also I don't necessarily like I want to get better but I also don't necessarily go out there being like the only reason I'm going to the golf course today is to get better because that's not the case there's a yeah. lot of reasons why I go to the golf course and getting better is a very very small portion of that like I'm okay at the end of the day, it's not going to ruin my year if I didn't get better at golf. Now, it'll frustrate me, <laughs> but I'm not. <laughs> it'll frustrate me because I know that if I work harder at it, just like anything in life, I can get better. Like, I have never been a runner. I just ran a half marathon, yeah. you know, a month ago. Yeah, I have never been a runner ever in my life. And I ran 13.1 miles. I know that if I put the work in, I can get to a certain point. It's a matter of putting the work in, but regardless, there's, um, (laughs) there's the world of, uh, yeah, again, I don't have to, I don't have to, uh, get better to love the game of golf. It's just, I love the game of golf, but, Mm -hmm. um, there's also the other factors of it. You know, I like the professional aspect of it. I watch a lot of PGA Tour. I clearly have a golf podcast, so you know, watching PGA Tour is part of that, and being in, being in the know of the golf industry is part of that. Um, but I think one big thing. I'm not sure. Have you have you been exposed to kind of like the golf YouTube world where there's like these different groups? Like I think Good Goods, like one of the bigger ones. Um, I think Bob does sports is one uh rick shields like have you been exposed to that at all uh i don't not necessarily i may have watched that stuff but i don't think on youtube i've definitely watched like uh like on my tiktok i that is probably where i get most like golf content (laughs) yeah on there and then you know i um i I, it'll be sometimes like a cool shot someone did or there'd be like a friend group that's out playing and they're like vlogging it basically yeah. You know, so I've seen, I guess, that's probably the same stuff that's on YouTube, but I, for me, yeah, it's on TikTok when I see it. But it's uh, very yeah. little, very little of it. Yeah, the short form content, I think, has grown the game of golf more than people realize. 
um, like TikTok and Instagram reels and stuff where it's like, yeah, yeah, you can be exposed to, and it makes you want to play golf, makes you want to get better. And once, I don't know, it's just like a, it's a new Avenue. I think that is getting a lot of people out there and it's just, I mean, just like YouTube and podcasts, like we have a podcast and we're, we're nothing special. Like we're just normal people and, and, you know, have become creators. Mm -hmm. Um, and you can do that on TikTok as well, or, you know, Instagram where it's like, you can just boom, there's my content there. Here's me playing nine holes. Like we've, we've done those videos and, we're again, we're nobodies. We're, we're, we're the below right. average golfers that decided, you know, uh, at one point, Caleb and I were like, okay, let's do a podcast. And here we are 26, seven episodes in, like yeah. we, we had that opportunity, but I think, yeah, TikTok and, and those short form um, content avenues have, uh, have grown it as well. Cause you get exposed to it. So, um, what, so do you care about pro golf at all? I know Tiger Woods and okay. Rory McIlroy. <laughs> I I don't know. I don't know enough about the like the how I don't even know how the tours work. If I'm being honest, yeah, yeah. That's that that was one thing I was thinking about earlier when we were playing in this pod. I was like, again, it's a very unique sport because it's one of the only sports that if you say that you like football you 100% know what the NFL is. If you say that you like basketball, you 100% at least, or and maybe not NFL, college, right, and mm-hmm. NCAA, um, and same thing for basketball. Like most sports, if you like them, you're in tune with either the professional or college-level aspect of it. Like you're not, you don't just like football because of the game, more likely than not. I'm sure there's weird cases out there, but golf, is one of golf and probably tennis are like one of the few sports where you can love golf, but could care less about the professional aspect of it or, or not be exposed to it other than tiger tigers. I think the exception to the rule there, but yeah, yeah. Everybody knows tiger, but but yeah. What questions do you have about the game of golf? Do you have, I do actually, I do have some questions. Yeah. All right. Go. I have. Okay. I'll, I'll just start with first. What is a mulligan? A mulligan. Okay. Again, lingo. Um, a mulligan is when you have, it's, it's a, it's not an official thing. Like it's not an official rule. Technically, if you use a mulligan and in, in real golf, or like if you're like truly tracking your score, it does not count. Basically. Like what I mean by that is like, it's, if you're playing professionally or for like true competition, there's no such thing as a mulligan. Now what it is for us amateurs and for us, you know, uh, recreational players is you, you have a shot and it's bad and you give yourself another opportunity at it and that you don't count that stroke. Okay. Now there's a lot to it, right? Um, there's a mulligan, um, Usually, at least the way that I've played it with friends again, I'm not, I don't, as much as I want to get to a point to where I'm like following the rules completely, I I truly don't. And I'm not afraid to say that. Like, that's just kind of, I love the game of golf. I don't love needing to have uh, a handbook with me at all times to know 
well, actually, if it's on a leaf and you do this, then you have to do that. And it's like, I yeah. care less. <laughs> like, I, I'm sorry. If, if my ball is on a leaf, I'm moving the ball right. just slightly. It's not going to put me in that much better of a situation. Um, but there, there's just the little things of golf that I, that I hate. And I'm sure that'll make some people mad, but I care less. But that's what makes um, you a below average golfer. Yeah, exactly. Below <laughs> average golfers. It's, it's, I'm not, I'm not out here taking people's money. So, um, but at least the way that I've played it is like a mulligan per nine holes or a mulligan per 18 holes. Like you usually only play w- one or two mulligans around. Okay. Like you're usually reserving it for um, a really, you know, a really bad shot or you just don't use them at all. Like it really depends on where you're at in your game. If me and you went and played, I would give you probably three or four mulligans or I'd be like, here, dude, just, just do that. Or, Here's there's another thing I'm not sure if you've heard breakfast ball, no, where it's more <laughs> it's more for people again unofficial thing but it's more for when you're on the tee and your first shot is bad and you didn't go to the driving range so it's a breakfast ball so you get another ball it's basically a mulligan but it's just the you get another ball off the tee because you haven't had an opportunity to warm up again unofficial amateur below average golfer thing but anyways. Mm-hmm. So, does that answer your question, though, Mulligan? At the end yes, of the day, it's, yes. a, it's a redo. It's a redo. Okay, okay. Yeah, no, that, that makes sense. I, the reason I asked is I'd always, like, I'd heard it, and that was, like, one of the few, like, lingos that I've always, like, noticed. I'm like, what? What is that? <laughs> what, what, yeah. they, what does that mean? Yeah. Um, another another question is, it's more of, like, a, I guess, a topic. It's the, and you, you had a guest on, but it was the number one, the speed golf. Yeah. You know, and I had never even heard of it before, you know, I went and edited that episode. Um, but it's like, it is, that's intriguing. That is something that I'm like, I want to know more about. Is that something you can casually like get into or do you have to, is it like you have to at least be decent at golf and then you can play? Well, um, I mean, I would I would defer to to Lauren when we talk to her next, but I think when we had kind of asked her around that area about you know speed golf and and all of that, it was kind of like anybody can go do it. You have to do it at the right time. Um, there's there's the competitive aspect, just like you know there's there's competitions for for golf that you can go officially be a part of, but you don't have to to play to play golf. It's the same way with speed golf. You don't have to. Um, be in the competition aspect to just, you know, test yourself with it. Um, you'll probably be looked at a little funny, but I think yeah. that's just, again, that's part of the game. That's part of anything really. Um, but basically like there's not, there's not a uh, barrier to entry other than basically just having the ability to do it which what she encouraged was either really late rounds in the day or really early rounds in the day so like not going at peak time because you're not gonna be able to do it okay so yeah 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 but i would say like i think that and she talked about a lot of the benefits of speed golf there's not as much like i think in golf you can get in your head and like really overthink the golf shot Mm mm-hmm Right. Like, so there's, there's the component of speed golf where you don't overthink, you don't have the opportunity to overthink. And with that, you have to, I I think that that's good, but also you have to know 
how to do the basic things of golf. Yeah. How, how to swing properly, where to aim, what club to use. What am I doing when I'm putting? Like there's, there's those components of it that like you could go out hypothetically and do it, but I think it'd be miserable (laughs) if you're, if you didn't have the idea of golf figured out slightly. Now she did say that there's people that are primarily runners that will do speed golf just for the challenge aspect of it. So it's like not necessarily you have to be a great golfer to do speed golf. Yeah. And I think that's where my interest is with it is that, yeah, you know, I, I, I was a runner for most of my life and, you know, right. I'm like, I want to see how fast I could do that. I want to see how fast I could do it. I, I don't think, even care how bad I, I actually play at golf, but time-wise, I want to see. Yeah, that's what uh, I think <laughs> when I think of it now, it's like that would be perfect for you being that, you you know, you ran track and field and you've always been, you know, a, a, a sprinter and, and, and a runner in general. Yeah. Um, I think that you would do well at that because you're – the speed of it would be really well. Now, the thing that she said, I mean, and it, it, I think it's common common sense, but clearly the the less or the, the more shots you do is the more running that you're doing as well, right? Yeah. Like if, if it's taking you five shots to get up to the green versus two shots, you're having to zigzag all around the uh-huh. course <laughs> and you're just adding more mileage to you um, throughout a round. But yeah. um, no, I think uh, we've talked about it. It's... <laughs> For for the three of us, I don't I don't think it's going to be anything impressive. But we're talking about doing something in in the spring or or summer next year with some speed golf. But um, I think you would be the perfect candidate for that. No, I'd love um, to try it. That'd be fun. So yeah, yeah, we'll get you involved. Uh, yeah. Maybe you can join that video with us. But that'd be that'd actually be the interesting challenge where it's like somebody that's really good at running, but, but not great at golf. And here's these guys yeah. that don't run or barely run or, you know, I, I would consider myself more of a jogger at this point, even though the, you know, half marathon stuff. Uh-huh. Um, but we're, we have our golf game figured out to a degree compared to you. Right. Yeah. So, um, okay. What other questions you got? Um, I'm trying to think of, there is, I'm trying to think of some terms that I, I'm like, I don't, I don't know what that means. Oh yeah. Um, I don't, I guess what, I, and I know we're brothers and I feel like I should know this, but what got you so into it? Like what got you like that bite, you know? Yeah. Um, I think the friend component of it was kind of what jump started it. Um, I had a couple of friends and we were all at the same level where none of us, if we had clubs, like they were hand-me-downs. And we had never really played golf, but we were intrigued by it. You know, we had all kind of been like exposed to, you know, again, the, the video games and Tiger Woods and the PGA Tour to a degree. So I think like that's kind of what jump started it. But then I think what really like where the rocket really took off was COVID or right before like the year before COVID, I had gotten clubs as part of college graduation. Uh-huh. And, um, so with that, um, you know, I already, I had thing for being six, five, it's hard to, and you know, this, you, you have to play with my clubs being yeah. six, three, but, um, like there's, you know, being a fit for clubs is extremely important, um, for, especially for our height. 
um, to, to have some of that extension there so you're not bending over completely <laughs> with some of the glove. Yeah. But anyway, so, like, I had, you know, I had a reason because, you know, I would gotten this really good gift and um, had these had these really nice clubs. And then um, so I started to play a little more. But then COVID hit and it was like I, w- I had already been starting to watch golf YouTube and like started to tune in more to kind of the professional golf. Like I started watching the majors more started watching like, you know, some, some of the bigger events and then COVID hit and um, there was just nothing else to do. I couldn't work out. I couldn't, you know, like I could work out in my apartment, but like I couldn't, I couldn't do a lot of where my energy was being spent. And I was just holed up working from home for the first time in my life. Like, all these different things. And I was like, well, there's a golf course just down the road. I'm, I guess I'll try it out. And then it was just like, again, I had played, I had done some of those things. I had the nice clubs, but it was finally like, okay, this is what I'm going to do two to three times a week. And then it turned into, I mean, I was almost through a lot of 2020, I was golfing four to five times a week. Like it was, it was rare that I was not going to the golf course in some capacity because you know, this is pre, pre, uh, pre child. Like I wasn't a parent uh-huh. yet. Um, very little responsibility other than work. And again, I couldn't do the things that my life revolved around for a while. Um, the gym being the biggest one, like I had no way to, um, get out the physical energy, but also just the mental like energy as well that I was accomplishing with the gym. And I just, I transferred that into the golf world. And then from that point, it's just a minute. I haven't, I haven't started taking it really like wanting to improve until probably the beginning of 2021. Okay. Like I think I started to care a little bit in 2020. Like I was playing a lot, but I was like figuring it out. And I was just like, I'm going to figure it out. I'm going to figure it out. And like, didn't care about my scores, but kind of did. And then 2021 hit, we did the the bags league. And I was like, I really want to get better now. Mm-hmm. And then here we are in 2022 and it's like, okay, I'm finally seeking out that professional help to figure out my golf game a little bit. So yeah. it's, there's a lot of factors into it, but I think the biggest thing was it started off with friends. It became a place for me to, you know, get some mental and physical ex- uh, exercise. And through all of that, I just fell in love with the game and wanting to get better. Hmm. So, Right. Yeah, and then here I am. Golf podcast is just yeah. enhancing that 10x because yeah. it's like now it's like I get the opportunity. I have the the forum to talk about my golf game, and when I hit a hole in one, that's gonna live forever on the internet because it's in a podcast form. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's just like there's the the good moments are enhanced and and the bad moments are um, enhanced as well through mm-hmm. that. So it, it's pretty uh, it's pretty fun, pretty pretty fun thing that we're doing here. Yeah, it's cool. Yep. It's it's cool. Yep. Any other questions you got? Or are you just, you all, I mean, I'm sure you'll think of things as soon as this episode ends. But right. No, I, I honestly, other? I was thinking, you know, it's definitely an obviously terrible season to decide, oh, man, I think I, I, think I want to try to get into some, maybe now is the time in my life, you know? Well, of course. I think, but, like, the unique thing about, well, the unique thing about golf in general is it doesn't matter. I mean, clearly there's the better times of year and the better time in your life to do it. 
But I think that the unique thing about it is a lot of people um, don't start until later on in life, A. Um, but B, like there's, it's almost better to start now and work on your, and figure out your swing and go to simulators or go to the different, you know, ranges that have bays and figure out the swing component of your game. And then when March rolls around, then you figure out the course and you figure out the etiquette and you figure out like all that other stuff. Like mm -hmm. it's almost a, it's almost the perfect time too. Cause there's little things that you can work on now. Okay. And then, then when the season actually hits, you're not, it's not March 1st and you know, cause most courses, most courses are technically year round, but clearly they're more open um, at least here in the Midwest and in, in Indiana, like they're more open to tea times and things like that throughout kind of the early spring through summer and fall. But um, yeah, I mean, you would March 1st hits instead of, Oh, now I got to figure out my swing. It's like, I've been working on it. I've gone to the range, you know, once a week or once every other week, like I'm giving myself the opportunity to figure some things out. Now I'll just figure out the going around the course stuff that, that that'll just be picked up pretty naturally. Yeah. But but I'll say as your brother and here on bags is I think now's the, it's not now or never. Cause again, there's a lot of people that pick up um, golf later on in life, but mm -hmm. I think there's, there's a part of it of figuring it out or seeing if it's truly something for you before, before you have, you know, more responsibilities, more, you know, with, with kids and just life, you know, like I think it's the perfect opportunity to, to pick it up because there's so much time that can go into it. It just depends on how far you want to take it yeah, and yeah, what your expectation definitely. is for it. But if your expectation is to, <clears throat> you know, be to somebody like Caleb or Teed's level, there, there's definitely some time and effort that's going to have to go into mm -hmm. that, especially if you didn't have that growing up or as a part of your, you know, even high school or college or, you know, whatever experience. So, yeah. But, um, are we going to get you, uh, are we going to get you out to the course more in 2023? I think you're going to get me out to the course. I think so. I think, I think just for, uh, the listeners, if you, if you get on the, get on the podcast, it's like a recruiting. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. Like a recruiting. Guys, like, after like, you know, being on here, like, you know, I've sat there and edited, but, um, I don't know, being on is like, and really talking about it and like thinking about it, it's definitely, like I don't, I don't see why I don't, you know. Yeah, no, I think it's I think that if you're somebody like yourself, where because you said a lot of things early on, where I almost you, again being your brother, and like uh, we've played some golf together, but we haven't played a ton um, of golf, and I know you don't play a ton of golf clearly, and don't have your own clubs and like the little things like that, right? But so like even some of your answers, I was not expecting at all. You yeah. know, so it's like, um, but, but so, so that's why I think going through this now, you're probably recognizing that, Hey, maybe I should get out to the course. Cause I, I truly believe that anybody can be good at golf, but I think even if there's a, um, especially if you have the athletic ability that you do, I think that, uh, you'll move a lot quicker than most if you put the time and, and effort into it. Mm -hmm. But, but yeah. Well, any other last thoughts before we uh, end out this episode? Um, 
No, just keep doing your thing, like I always say. Okay. It's fun. Cool. I love I love being a part of it. It's awesome. Yeah, well, I think that in 2023, if you truly uh, dive into the game, I think that you'll be a part of it in, in different ways um, than maybe we, we realize now. But, but yeah, everybody, uh, it's been great to – to have Luke on here and, and learn about his, uh, you know, what the world looks like from somebody that doesn't golf um, and, and kind of learn um, how we can turn them into golfers and, and let them into the, into the game. And yeah, if you uh, have somebody that you want to get into the golf world and tell them to, to reach out to, to bags and we'll, we'll do our recruiting pitch yep. to, to the golf world. But um, Luke, yeah, I think thanks again for, for hopping on here and looking forward to, um looking forward to having you on maybe we'll get some below and above average golf moments from you in 2023 yeah Yeah, i appreciate it thank you for having me all right everybody thanks for listening uh make sure you check out all of our um social media check out all our past episodes you know we were we did not release an episode last week just due to thanksgiving and all of that um but through that we promoted a lot of our old episodes and i think the thing that i realized personally was we have a lot of content that doesn't matter what time of year it is or there's a lot of content on our, on our page that isn't uh, necessarily relevant to, to the time now. Like there's a lot of, a lot of good interviews and and episodes there. So make sure you check those out, but um, we'll see you on next week's episode and hopefully we have all three bags boys back together. See ya.